Hello, this is a podcast version of Harry Hardy's show on Lionheart Radio. Listen to the full show every week, Thursdays at 6 p.m. on lionheartradio.com. Enjoy the podcast. Hello, Harry Hardy here. Yeah, Lionheart Radio. Yes, it is. You're through to Bradford and Bingley Insurance Services. Is that who you wanted? Yes. I'm going to go into the garden and give rude hand gestures to my next-door neighbour's cat. So much cake everywhere. I'm sick of blinking cake. Goodbye. No. Bye. No. Here we go again. Infatuation touches me just when I thought that it would end. Hello, I'm Harry Hardy. This is Lionheart Radio 107.3 FM in the town of Annick, Northumberland. www.lionheartradio.com. Everywhere else in the world, you can listen live on the internet. Wow, we're living in the future. Incredible. Thank you very much for tuning in this evening. Very, very kind of you. My name is, as I've just said, Harry Hardy. This is my show. It's Thursday evening. Thanks, thanks. This show belongs to you. Take your shoes off. Just lounge around. It's, you know, make yourself at home. This space is yours. And I'm here to present to you a programme of sorts. It's a bit of a different programme this week because I have... Uh, sort of mismanaged my time. I haven't, I've not been very responsible with my time this week, and as a result, this show is a little bit different, but not too different. There's still bits and bobs here. Oh, one major difference I can tell you is that this week is the conclusion of the Vanessa Feltz talent contest due to unforeseen circumstances. The contest is ending this week. The grand final is today. It was meant to be next week. It's today, right now, on this show, this evening. You'll hear more about that very soon. Stay tuned. In a few minutes on the show, we'll have a very important person answering a very important question, just like we do every week. We always get a celebrity on the show, and we pose them a very, very important question indeed, and they answer it for us. It's no different here this week. We've got that coming up very soon. Stay tuned for that. Lawrence Cretin, Lionheart Radio's resident video game reviewer, is back as well on the show this week. He's been playing games. He's been doing it all week. He's, he's got all the consoles ever made. He loves games, he's a proper nerd, he's a proper weirdo. He, he lives in his mam's basement and he, he smells, he doesn't wash properly. Uh, so he's here to tell you what games you should be playing this week. Stay tuned for that. And of course, we have an edition of the world's worst radio quiz coming up soon. Ten questions, no fun, no prize, no tension, no fun, no prize and no tension at all. The world's worst radio quiz exclusive for Thursday evenings here on Lionheart Radio. And here's the thing. Because I've been mismanaging my time. Because I've been sloppy with my time this week. It's a classic edition from the archives of the World's Worst Radio Quiz. Just stay tuned. It'll all become clear. Yeah, it sounds a little bit jumbled and confusing right now. But just stay tuned for the show. It'll all make sense, sort of, very soon. My name is Harry Hardy. This is Lionheart Radio. I love you. Enjoy the show. That was Gerard Way with Millions. And you heard it here on Lionheart Radio. And my name is Harry Harder. Thank you for joining me this Thursday evening. I want to dedicate that song to Oil Slick Mick, who got in touch uh, with uh, me via the Lionheart Radio Facebook page throughout the week. Um, very kind. He said some nice words. Thanks, Mick. You didn't have to do that. Very, very kind. This is your shout-out that you wanted. Uh, so I'm giving a shout-out to you, Oil Slick Mick. Cheers for that. Hope you're enjoying the show, and I hope it gets better for you uh, as time goes on. Um, the show, that is. It's now time on this program for us to ask a VIP, a VIQ. We do this every week on the show. We get a celebrity on, a celebrity guest, and we always ask them the same question, uh, which is, is there a vaccine yet for the coronavirus, a.k.a. COVID-19? Is there a vaccine yet for that? We don't know. 
yet. We, we, we know the answer for the past few weeks, but, you know, uh, science moves at the speed of science. And, uh, you know, there's always developments and, and I can't keep track of science news. I'm not a boffin or anything. So we need to get a celebrity expert on the show. What sort of celebrity experts have we had in the past? Well, we had BBC newsreader Hugh Edwards on the programme last week. He said, no, there is no coronavirus uh, vaccine yet but that was last week mind we've also had in the past uh, mark lamar the former um, host of never mind the buzzcocks this was like about a, a month ago maybe two he said no there is no vaccine but you know that was ages ago weeks ago bernard manning was on from the grave from beyond the grave he said no but what does he know he's dead and he was a pretty rubbish comedian as well so he doesn't know much about science it's time for us to get a new celebrity on this show this week and who are we getting on well i'm glad you asked because i haven't thought this far ahead yet i don't really know i well, you know i haven't i haven't put much thought into it so let's just pick a celebrity off the top of my head i'm going to try and you, you listener try and channel through your radio some names to me think of your favorite celebrity go on think of your favorite celebrity right now and try and project it to me via your mind into your radio or your phone or your laptop however you listen to this program tonight tell me what what celebrity do you want to hear on the show? Come on, I'm listening, I'm listening. Really? You want Holly Willoughby from Off of This Morning? Okay, Holly Willoughby is our uh, guest of honour this uh, week on the show. So I'm going to ask her right now. Holly Willoughby, welcome to Lionheart Radio. Thanks for being here on such short notice. Holly Willoughby, is there a vaccine yet for the coronavirus, a.k.a. COVID-19? Please answer the question after this 20-second long drum roll. Again, another week and we haven't got a vaccine for COVID-19. Blinking heck, man, Holly Willoughby. You're meant to be cheerful and nice and everything. You're meant to be sweet and lovely. But you just told us right now on Lionheart Radio that there isn't a coronavirus vaccine yet. How disappointing. Blinking heck, Holly Willoughby. Go back to ITV with you and your multi-million pound salary. You, you so-and-so. There'll be another celebrity on the show at the same time next week. I don't know who yet. Well, I'll make it up uh, off the top of my head again, or I'll, I'll get your suggestions telepathically like I just did this evening. Um, we'll, we'll have to find out. I don't know. It was, you know, could literally be anyone uh, answering this very important question on the show next week. Um, so do tune in for that next week. Teenage Fan Club, Sparky's Dream, Lionheart Radio, Harry Hardy. And insert your name here because you're the listener and you're the most important part of uh, the radio. Uh, in my opinion, the listener is the thing that matters the most. Yes, that means you. Thanks for tuning in. Now, let's see what Lawrence Cretton has to say for himself this week. Lionheart Radio's resident video game reviewer, Lawrence Cretton, a.k.a. the world's nastiest man, apparently. He's worked for all of the gaming magazines and the gaming websites and all that. He used to be a journalist until there were many many uh, sort of um, allegations made about him. Uh, just not a very nice man to work with, apparently. Nothing like that, okay? I'm not suggesting... I, I, I'm not accusing him of anything like that, what you're thinking of. He's not that kind of person, right? Okay? He's just nasty to work with. He's a bit of a bully, is what I'm saying, right? He's not, He's not like, weird, okay? I wouldn't ever say, say that about him. I don't want him to sue me. He's not like that. If he was like that, he wouldn't be on this show, okay? All he is, he's just a bit of a loudmouth so-and-so bully, right? That's all I'm saying. Anyway, this is his bit of the show. 
have to play him due to contractual reasons. He's got some, you know, blackmail stuff on me. So I've got to, I've got to just keep him sweet and play this whatever he files to me each week. And um, that's the reason why he's on this show because uh, he's got some uh, photographs of me. Please don't release them, Lawrence. I don't want anyone to see them. Um, this is Lawrence Cretton, online heart radio with his weekly video game review. <laughs> bunch of tractor drivers it's me the nastiest man you'll ever come across in your life Lawrence Cretin and I'm here to punch you in the face with my hot video game reviews so prepare yourself because here comes my fist of fun my glove of gaming my paw of pixels my knuckle of knowledge my hook of headshots my palm of permadeath etc etc here we go First out of the video game traps this week is Two Point Hospital NHS Edition, out now on most things. This is an update of the very popular, very funny hospital simulator game, Two Point Hospital, where you build all sorts of weird contraptions to cure people of bizarre medical maladies. In the NHS edition of the game, you get to do all of the same things, except there are some fun little twists thrown into the gameplay to try and knock you off course. For example, if you buy some expensive hospital equipment in the game, it is likely that you'll only receive half of the equipment that you paid for. If you buy some PPE for your staff, don't be surprised to find that it's coming from a supplier from Turkey who won't deliver it for a few weeks. And when it does finally turn up, you discover it's faulty. And then you'll end up having to fashion some makeshift PPE out of bin liners. You also get to set the prices for your hospital's car park, and there's an option to send outrageously high parking fines to hard-working nurses. In addition to this, the developers have removed the function to give pay rises to your staff, no matter how much hard work they do. I rate Two Point Hospital NHS Edition 4 out of 5 stars for realism alone. Next up is Megabus Simulator. You've played Train Simulator, you've played Euro Truck Simulator, but you've never played Megabus Simulator before. This is your chance to experience one of the country's most notable jobs as you ferry unwashed students, drug dealers and other such losers from one end of the country to the other at a maximum speed of 60 miles per hour. This game has everything. All of your favourite classic Megabus routes are in here and you get to drive them in full length and in real time. Glasgow Buchanan Street to Sheffield Meadow Hall, Newcastle John Dobson Street to Manchester Shoot Hill and of course who could forget the classic route London Victoria to Sunderland Park Lane. If that wasn't enough for you all your favourite motorways have been lovingly recreated in all their tarmac glory as have Britain's best motorway service stations. It literally has it all. You couldn't ask for anything more than this. This is one of the best games released this year and for that reason I'm giving Megabus Simulator a big fat 5 out of 5. And my final pick for this week is Trump Interview Noir, out now on a video game platform. Much like the well-known crime action adventure game L.A. Noir, this game is all about reading body language and monitoring facial expressions in order to determine whether or not the person you're interrogating is lying. Want to know who you're interrogating? Well, it's none other than the smartest man in America, Donald J. Trump, and you are journalist Jonathan Swan. Your job is to make Trump look like an absolute prune on television, which you manage to do effortlessly. And you get more points depending on how viral the interview ends up being on social media. My only complaint is how easy this game is. 
Compared to Elie Noir, where you had to look carefully at the suspect's face for any sort of tells, which was sometimes quite difficult, in Trump interview Noir, it's quite easy to see what Trump's tell is. He babbles nonsensically about irrelevant topics while squirming around in his chair like a big adult baby that looks like it has messed its baggy trousers. Nevertheless, I give this game 4 out of 5. What a game. What a game. Anyway, that's that for this week. I'm off to have a shower and a pot noodle at the same time to save water. I hope you have a good week. <laughs> Just kidding. I couldn't care less. Goodbye. Lawrence Cretton there, Lionheart Radio's resident video game reviewer. He'll be back at the same time next week with more things to say, similar to what he's just said right now. You just heard Nirvana there in bloom on Lionheart Radio. My name is Harry Hardy. Hello. You are joining us right now at a very important part of the programme. It's nearly the halfway point, which means that it is time for the grand final the premature grand final of the Vanessa Feltz Talent Contest. Yep, the Vanessa Feltz Talent Contest. Anik, this is the final of the Vanessa Feltz Talent Contest. Don't worry, the nightmare ends here this evening. From this point onwards, after this show, this evening, you'll never have to hear those words ever again. You'll never, ever have to hear a Vanessa Feltz impression on the radio in your life ever again unless I do this uh, next year I don't know it could be an annual thing hey it could be probably not though uh, this is the final and, and look this isn't how I intended the final to be because I'm going to bring the, the fancy game show music down look I've got a confession to make to you right there has been an irregularity and I need to fess up because this is quite important this is something that could actually get me into trouble right so I need to be totally clear about the mistake that I made I made a big mistake last week on the contest and it needs to be cleared up now before anything bad happens this is a serious issue right um i said something on the radio last week that didn't happen that was my mistake and it needs to be rectified now so this is what i said on the show last week here's a clip from last week's show you can vote right now for your favorite semi-finalist and then the top two from this week's semi-final, we'll go through to the final next week. Next week is the final. It's very exciting. Right, did you catch that? Did you catch what I said there? Listen to it again. This is the beginning bit of the clip. I'm going to play it once more. Listen to this. You can vote right now for your favourite semi-finalist. Right, so I made a promise to you that you would have been able to vote for your favourite semi-finalist from last week and they would have appeared in the final this week. Guess what this absolute plum pudding forgot to do yes that's right i forgot to set up any sort of system for you to actually vote for your favorite and that's shocking that's a big mistake to set up a competition say that the public can vote and then actually fail to provide any sort of voting system for them to vote through it's, it's like a dictatorship isn't it really imagine if a general election was held in that sort of way there would be riots on the street and you know honestly i want to diffuse this issue right now because this is a very very big mistake to make on the radio and there could potentially be riots on the street of Anik right now. People could be charging to the Market Square. They could be coming up to Fenkel Street, kicking the doors down of um, Meinhardt right now in anger. And I wouldn't blame you, honestly. But please don't do that because that's that's silly. We need to resolve this issue fairly right now. So please, let's listen to the four semi-finalists from last week. Here they are again. It was Josie. It was Abby. It was Donald. And it was Jeff. Here they are. This is probably the final time you've, you'll ever hear them. Here they are right now. Josie, Abby, Donald and Jeff. The four 
semi-finalists from last week. Hi, I'm Josie Roach and this is my Vanessa Feltz impression. Hi, my name is Abby Ma and this is my Vanessa Feltz impression. Hi there, my name's Donald Dabernethy and this is my Vanessa Feltz impression. Hello, my name is Vanessa Feltz and this is my Jeff impression. There they are, very, very talented impressionists there. They've got bright futures ahead of them in uh, the Vanessa Feltz uh, impersonation industry and I wish them all the best. I hope that that is an industry that hasn't been knocked by COVID. I hope that's a recession-proof industry. I think there's always going to be a need in this country for Vanessa Feltz uh, tribute acts and that's what they are and they're just amazing people. It's been an honour to hear their voices and to showcase their work on my show. So look, this is how we're going to get out this situation, right? The grand prize for the winner was always going to be a sandwich made by me for the winner in any location in mainland uh, UK, or I guess Northern Ireland. We could go there, or I don't know. We can work it out. It's it's all depending on this. This prize was all dependent on the consent of the winner. So the prize was uh, a sandwich. I would travel to see them and make them a sandwich or buy them a sandwich from a deli or a cafe or whatever. And they were going to get a certificate as well. So look, four semi-finalists. And they haven't had a fair chance to be voted on. So I'm going to make the bold executive decision right now to award the final prize to all four semi-finalists. There are four winners of this contest. Abby, Josie, Donald and Jeff. They're all equal winners. Congratulations to the four of them. I will be getting in touch with you individually, each of you, and we will arrange the grand prize, the final prize, the amazing prize. I'm sure you'll agree. We will arrange it. And, um, yeah, and that will be the end of that, I think. That's the Vanessa Feltz talent contest uh, coming to a very sort of deflated end. I wasn't expecting it to be like this. I was hoping it to be more of a sort of a spectacular fireworks sort of uh, ceremony. Very flat, very, very flat ending. Goodness me. Boh. You weren't expecting it to end like this, were you? Drama. Drama. Hello, Lionheart Radio listener. Harry Hardy still here. This is still my program. Hey, hello, hi. It is now time on the program for the world's worst radio quiz. And we usually have a new contestant on. Um, but, you know, I, I've been such an idiot this week, OK? As I've explained um, pre- in the earlier on in the show, I've been so foolish this week that I haven't actually recorded a fresh quiz. So this is a perfect opportunity to delve into the archive, dig up one of my favourite quizzes of all time. Uh, and present it to you right now. This quiz that you're about to hear was from week two of this show. It was originally broadcast on Thursday, the 23rd of April, 2020, which feels like a lifetime ago, but it was only just a few months ago. I can't believe, you know, I've been I've been doing this show since April and it's August now. Blimey. Holy heck. Crikey Moses. Um, this is from week two. It's one of my favourite quizzes, editions of the quiz. Uh, this is with Tom. You've heard Tom before. I think Tom is actually... Um, the person who's done the quiz more than anyone else. And this is his first outing on the World's Worst Radio Quiz. He did very, very well. Um, No, he didn't. He got zero points. Spoiler alert. But here he is right now. This is Tom, my very good friend Tom, on his first attempt at the World's Worst Radio Quiz. There'll be a new one next week, I promise. It's just just because I'm useless, right? And I've had a bit of a silly week. So there will be a fresh one next week. I promise to put some effort in. Very sorry. But for the time being, until then... Here is a classic, a classic, quote-unquote, I'm doing finger air quotes right now. This is a classic edition of the world's worst radio quiz.
Ken Bruce has Popmaster, Metro Radio have the cash register, Greg James has something, I don't know, I don't listen to his show, but I've got the world's worst radio quiz. Ten questions, zero tension, no prize and very little in the way of entertainment value. This truly is the world's worst radio quiz. Back for week two, we have a brand new contestant on the line. Hello contestant, who are you? Uh, hello. Hiya, what's your hello. name? Hello, I'm Tom. Tom? But you knew that already, didn't you, I Harry? do, Tom. I think we're good friends, aren't we? We're very good friends. <laughs> you assume you assume correct. Oh, wonderful. I had a, I had an inkling, Tom, that I might have known you and your cheeky little voice. Uh, we're both just cheeky chappies. Hold on a second. We both oh. know Jack, who was on last week, don't we? We do, don't we? Did we live together in the same place for a number of we, years? We, I, I think we might have done. Hang on. Where are you calling from, Tom? I'm calling from Manchester, Harry. Manchester? That's nowhere near Annick in Northumberland where this radio station is. Nowhere near. It's almost like this quiz is rigged. (laughs) Well, it is. It's entirely (laughs) rigged, uh, Tom. In fact, it's so rigged that I have to read this disclaimer out right now. Would you bear with me just a second? Yeah, go on. Okay, so this quiz, there is no prize at all for taking part in the world's worst radio quiz. No one who takes part in in it can actually win. Everyone who takes part in the quiz is a personal friend of mine who was chosen by me. Therefore, listeners cannot apply to take part in the world's worst radio quiz. This is all a fabricated construct, and this entire feature, if not this entire program, is a joke. Tom, does that make sense to you? That makes perfect sense to me. Brilliant. You're not expecting to win anything from being on here? I'm not expecting to win anything except affection. You won't even get any of that, Tom. I won't even get any of that. No, because oh. I'm scared that will be considered a prize, Tom, and I can't give you any prizes. <laughs> right. As you shut the door, Tom, I'm going to start asking you your first ten questions. Are you ready? Yeah, go on. Okay. Let's begin now. Oh, indeed, Tom. It's very, very tense, isn't it? Very tense. You Don't. said there would be no tension. No, oh, I did actually. Oh, I'm going to have to rework the, uh, the disclaimer for next <laughs> the week. The disclaimer's going to have to be changed. Whoopsie daisy. I'll have to get my lawyers to rewrite it. Anyway, Tom, question one. The Eiffel Tower is a big tower that is in Paris, France. Why is it there? Uh, it is there because... Oh, no, that's the Statue of Liberty. I, was, I got confused then for a second. No, it is there because... The French built the Statue of Liberty for the Americans and were like, hey, we want some of that. That's incorrect, Tom. That's not true. It's not true. That's not (laughs) the right answer. Moving on. Question two. How many times do you think Eamon Holmes has had a bath this week? Oh, at least uh, four. That's correct. He probably has. Number three. What is the current government advice on people eating metal? Um... Only do it if you've wiped it with Dettol first. That's correct, or any other type of disinfectant. It doesn't really matter. Number four, when was the last time you thought about broccoli? Um, I'm going to have to hurry up, Tom. I think I had some for my tea, so I must have at least considered the concept of broccoli then. Roughly about like an hour ago, do you think? Yeah, let's say two. Two hours ago. Wonderful. That's correct, Tom. Beef and tomato, (laughs) chicken and mushroom, and Bombay Bad Boy are all flavours of pot noodle. But which is the best flavour? Original curry. Original curry, you think? Nope, that's incorrect. It's actually beef and tomato. Moving on, number six. Name five things. Uh, Pen. Pen. Paper. Paper. Laptop bag. A laptop bag. Uh, Glasses. Glasses. And... 
the book Goodfellas by Nicholas Pileggi. That was a five things, Tom. Well done. Lots of five things. Five things right there. Number seven, which of these would win in a fight? Warwick Davies or Warwick Castle? Um, Warwick Castle. Correct. It's bigger. Number eight, is it true that your dad... <laughs> is, it tr... is it true that your dad wets the bed? No. Number nine, have you ever been to Birmingham before? Um, no. That's incorrect, you have. And number ten, if you found <laughs> little Timmy stuck down the well, would you run on all fours to find the local farmer, tail wagging in the air, and attempt to communicate to him this by barking? I don't have a tail, so no. Correct, you don't have a tail. Tom, we're at the end of the ten questions. Do you want to know your score? Oh. I think, yes, I would. You are on zero points, Tom. How am I on zero points? Because this is the world's worst radio quiz, Tom. <laughs> oh, of course. Tom, you could gamble everything that you have, which is nothing, for one yeah. last question, if you'd like. And Am I gambling it for nothing? That's correct. Would you then like to gamble? To, then what have I got to lose? Let's do it. Wonderful. Here's your gamble question, Tom. If I were, go to, the sh if I were to go to the shops and buy a standard box of washing detergents, how many washes do you think I should expect to get out of it? Um, ten. You think ten? I think ten. Is that your final answer, Tom? Yes, Chris. Oh, Tom. Oh. It was 11. Oh. Oh, Tom, you've w gone home with nothing. Oh. But because it's the world's worst radio quiz, I'll let you win anyway with nothing. Well done, Tom. Oh. You're a winner. You have Thank won. Thank you very much, Harry. Blinking nothing. Oh. Brilliant. How do you feel? Go on, tell us. I, I, I feel exactly the same as I did five minutes ago but possibly slightly older and so you should that's the magic of the world's worst radio quiz right there tom <laughs> the total waste of time oh very nice not a problem have a good evening bye bye tom bye 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 tune in to harry's show every thursday at 6 p.m on lionheartradio.com thanks for listening bye bye